baby, you know what that sound means. It's time for The Edge with Terry Waldrop. Terry talks about all the hottest topics in sports every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. He's controversial, he's charismatic, and he's the captain of this ship for the next hour. Here's your host, Terry Waldron. All right, all right, all right. Welcome in. Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldron, Jamie Foxx, Tabor running the show today. We're sponsored by the man, the myth, and the legend, Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital. Simply the best pet care you're going to get, folks, anywhere, anytime, any place. Go see them on US 165 or in Monroe, 318-345-4545. Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital. You are welcome to chime in with us today. Uh, 888-99. Let's be honest with you. They're, uh, they, they talk a good game. Their trash talking is uh, doesn't uh, – uh, they can't really back it up when it comes to fisticuffs. Our test, those guys, world meta pieces, you say. Uh, yeah, right. Uh, the panda's friend, he changed his name to that, too. That's true. Well, that's like the guy in Philadelphia, man. I mean, you take it out on a horse, for goodness sakes. I mean, good. I hope they put that kid under the jaw. Oh, I, hey, listen, I hope Temple, you know, you know, jettisons him tomorrow, but he'll land somewhere and probably become an uh, Olympic uh, a politician. Probably become an Olympic doctor or something. I don't know. But uh, Woo! anyway, that, speaking of, that was pretty. Uh, Pretty rough. 100, what, 175 years that guy got? 175, yeah. And he, probably not enough. Hundreds of victims? Yeah, the, the, to me, the judge said she wasn't trying to make it about her, but if you saw her sentencing, it it, it, it was it was Academy Award performance. Um, well, yeah, she knew the cameras were on. She knew they were on, and then she says, I don't, I'm not going to grant any interviews afterwards. I'm like, why the heck do you need to? You've already uh, accepted the Golden Globe for for uh, embellishment, but um, anyway, um, all that could have been done in about half the time, but uh, it's well, told the guy, among other things, I, I wouldn't send warrant. my dog to you, I will send my, uh, I wouldn't send my dog to you, I've signed your death warrant. Uh, of course, Nasser was pretty arrogant in some of the things he put out, 156 victims spoke, 156. That's a lot. That's a lot. Just think if 5% of them are actually telling the truth. And I'm, I have no doubt to believe all of them are not telling the truth. So, Yeah, there was no way really to cooperate those stories because a lot of them don't live in the United States. I mean, they brought in videos. So, I mean, this wasn't uh, unlike a lot of things, which we probably want to get into with uh, DeAndre Francois later on. But this was not – this, to me, seems to have a lot of uh, credibility behind it, obviously. But uh, to your point, 156 victims. Well, here's, here's, I do refer to them. They, those, they were victims. Here was a letter that uh, Nasser, Dr. Nasser, who's a Michigan State guy, head of USA Gymnastics, the, the physician. Here was a letter he wrote to the court recently, and the, and the judge brought this out, Jamie, in the sentencing phase. Mm-hmm. These are Nasser's words. Uh, he defended his medical care, and he said he was manipulated, that was his quote, into pleading guilty and accused the women of lying. Here was the quote. I was a good doctor because my treatments worked. And those patients that are now speaking out are the same ones that praised and came back to me over and over. The media convinced them that everything I did was wrong and bad. They feel I broke their trust. And this is the, this is the part that got me. Hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. The doctor writes this. 156 women came forward. Well, I've often felt that way, but I don't want to necessarily put that out 
right around my sentencing time. I wouldn't put that out there. Um, I do think that, you know, the sentencing was obviously a very sick individual. Um, but, I mean, if I'm that case, and listen, if I'm, if I'm going down for something like that, you better believe I'm going to the wall if I don't think I'm guilty. So he pled out and, uh, you know, it didn't go to trial. So thank goodness a lot of people were spared. But, I mean, those, some of that testimony by those women was pretty riveting. And yep. it was uh, pretty pretty damning. And second down, the, the president of Michigan State. It has already. Yeah, and you know, this is. I thought about this this morning when I thought Michigan. Here's Michigan State with a huge black eye. Penn State with the paternal. Well, movie six. I'm not going to go see it. I just to me, it's just too disturbing. But uh, I'm not necessarily against that. But uh, at the same time, listen. It's kind of like it's uh, your LSU fan, and, and they got the picture of the guy that uh, that, that just. Uh, you know, broke into uh, and stole and, and ransacked, and he's got his LSU football shirt on, you know. Those are always the guys that you like to see that they're, uh, with their favorite athletic team after they've just committed uh, a heinous crime. Um, and then he comes back in there. That. He yeah. went back into the door. Hey, man, what happened? Yeah. And I got all my stuff stolen. Oh, I hate that. Yeah, I'm not worried about it. I got video cameras up. The guy's like, oh. Yeah, and the ones like they capture you on film, the guys, you know, that fall through the roof and are suing and they've got their, you know, uh, roll tie shirts on or, or, or a warrior, something like that. I mean, it's, uh, it's uh, don't you know those schools going, oh, dear God. I mean, you know, that's where we're, we're taking these things away from Walmart. I mean, you know, Walmart's not going to be allowed, only, only merchandise. But there's no guarantee. I mean, as my dad used to say, never, never underestimate the great unwashed public. And uh, they never managed to, uh, <laughs> never managed to disappoint, do they? Uh, it's up there. So Richie says, hey, I'm a basketball guy, sick of the drama. I'm a LeBron fan. The guy is the king of drama within that sport. I can't disagree with that, Richie. I think LeBron drives it. I also think LeBron is uh, the the best basketball player that we've ever seen. And, and, and the reason I say that, I don't think he's the greatest scorer. He's not the greatest rebounder. He's not the greatest assist guy. Certainly not the best shooter. But you take all the package in there. The guy is going to have more assists at the end of his career than Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson, the greatest point guard that's ever played the game. Who would be number two? You got Stockton. Uh, you got maybe a couple of these other cats out there that are really, really good. But there's nobody close to Magic Johnson. Nobody. Um, LeBron's going to have more assists than that guy. He's going to have more championships than that guy. Uh, Jordan was a better scorer. LeBron, scoring is almost an afterthought in a lot of cases. He's like a freight train that goes down the court. Um, I, I think physically, he and Carl Malone, to me, represent physically the most two of the most imposing yes. bad NBA basketball players I've ever seen. And Jordan probably right in there. Just I mean, a lot of that, yeah, they've worked hard at it, but a lot of it's just God's given physical ability. Plus, they had the physical makeup to be as strong. You don't see necessarily Kobe took great care of himself. I think he'll live to be 115. But because of that Mediterranean diet, you said he followed. But as far as physicality, I didn't see him big a threat like you. I mean, I'd rather see Kobe coming down the lane than, than LeBron. But, but look, look at look at Kobe, and even great. Jordan, Malone, uh, Steph Curry, Draymond, uh, Dirk, even. Yeah. Uh, I'm just trying to think of some of the top. They're always injured. A lot of those cats are injured all the time. LeBron James has never had a major injury, Jamie. 
The guy plays eighty something, eighty four percent of the games. I think was the statistic. And this is his fifteenth year. Yeah, I think. yeah, but he's never dropped off. No, this guy's actually his numbers are higher this year than they have been. Uh, I think LeBron creates a lot of internal drama on his team, uh, Richie. And the reason I say that is there is there anybody that will be willing to bet me that the Cavs are not going to be in the finals this year? Oh, they're, they're fourth place, man. They don't get along. They, okay. Anybody willing to bet me on that? If I'm not telling you they're going to win it. They're going to be Golden State. They may or may not. Is there anybody willing to tell me? And don't try to sell me on the Celtics. Wait, excuse me for the aside here, but what's the deal with Kevin Love? What's what's going on there? He's easy to blame. Why is all of a sudden he catching all the flies? Because Kyrie Irving is no longer there. Isaiah Thomas is a 5'8", ball-centric, dominant guard who's a really good player, who's been injured, who is not as good as what he was billed. Yeah, they- I think people miss the – you know who the best coach of the NBA is? By far. It's not even close. It's not Popovich. It's not Steve Kerr. Uh, it's not Mike Brown. It's not Tyrone Lou. It's not Billy Donovan. It's who? Brad Stevens. At Boston. At Boston. Not even close. Uh, what, Came from Butler. Yeah. What was the kid's name uh, that they traded for? Uh, Gordon Hayward. Mm-hmm. Lost his top score. Right. Uh, one yeah, game, first gone. game. Gone. gone. See gone. you. Gone. Bye-bye. And they traded specifically for him. Isaiah Thomas. Leading scorer from last year. Gone. Brought Kyrie Irving in. Kyrie Irving, phenomenal score, couldn't guard you. He makes uh, James Harden's defense look like uh, Pippen back in the day. When did Irving play collegiate? Did he play collegiate? Yeah, Duke. At Duke? Played for a year. And that's when LeBron left. Uh, They drafted him. LeBron bailed, and they didn't make the playoffs. LeBron came back. They go to the finals and win. Yeah. And so Brad Stevens, with what he's winning with, I I think Boston fans get spoiled. You got the best. In, you got the best coach in the world up there in Stevens. You got Belichick. I mean, New England fans, you're spoiled. I tell you what, that was. Uh, and it, it shows you're getting old. I'm getting old too, and, and we all are. But when I saw JoJo White had passed away at 71, yes. that 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 hit a nerve with me. Uh, I was like, wow. I love me some JoJo White. I was a New York Knicks fan. I was a, so I I was a Celtics fan. I wasn't. I was a Celtics. Never been a Celtics fan. Yeah. I was always a New York Knicks fan well, when I was a kid. A lot, that says a lot about you. And I was always a Philadelphia 70s. I, look. The 76ers, I understand. I, no, I was a Willis Reed. Oh, yeah. Willis well, Reed, Walt Frazier. I saw Walt Frazier, Jamie Foxx, when I was a little kid on Captain Kangaroo. That's, that's Walt calling right now. Yes, Walt calling to the chat. I'd like to get Walt. Uh, anyway, I saw him on Captain Kangaroo back in the day. I'm like, I like that guy. Yep. And so I always followed him when I was a little kid. Then I became a Sixers fan. And uh, not so much anymore. Well, then, then I found out that Bill Bradley, I saw Bill Bradley played for the Knicks and later on ran for Senate. And I, that's, that's, it, it, that further, <laughs> further exacerbated my hate for the Knicks. But, uh, Dave DeBusher? Yes. I remember him, uh, playing for the Knicks. So they were Bill Jackson? Yep, Bill Jackson. Bill Jackson looked like he had very, very, I mean, he made Lou Holtz look healthy. Yes. Uh, fat is, is a fact. He made, he made Lou Holtz look fat when he played for the Knicks. Um, Elbows out to him. But no, why would you want to make – I mean, the man was – and now he's uh, – he actually looks a lot better now than he did when he played. Well, uh, hey, we, we're going to go ahead and take our first break. Uh, Sean just texted me this. I had two other people actually shoot it to me as well on my phone. Okay. There is a huge sports announcement okay. coming up today, uh, this afternoon, and I think we're going to get into this a little bit, uh, the pros and the cons of it. And uh, only in America, folks, 
Can we tease it? Can, can, uh, you want to stay tuned for this one. You're, you're gonna if you're a football guy uh, or just an American citizen, you you want to pay attention to this one. You're listening to Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Fox, the big announcement of the announcement coming up when we return. This segment brought to you by our friends at Powerworks Gourmet Pizza by Design. Go see Jay and Company on Tower Drive next to Nuke and Monroe. Powerworks Gourmet Pizza by Design. The Edge, back for Memento. This is Mark Fuller with Car Pros North. Tax time is here. And tax cars are real, real, real cheap at Car Pros North. We just want to let everyone know we have access to over 500 units. We got cars, trucks, SUVs, two wheel drive, four wheel drive, sports cars, third row seats, and financing available for everyone. Come see us, 601 Cypress Street, West Monroe, Louisiana, Car Pros North. Find Car Pros North on Facebook or visit carprosnorth.com. Washita Valley, making good things happen. You want a credit union that works as hard as you do. You want the very best people looking out for you. Washita Valley, making good things happen. North 18th at Louisville, Well Road at Cypress, and Farmerville Highway in Ruston. If you could talk to your animal when they say, they're telling you to take me to North Monroe Animal Hospital, listen closely, and you'll hear what Dr. David Weber hears. That's a thank you for taking me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. For your animal's health care, call Dr. David Weber at North Monroe Animal Hospital, 345-4545. No animal too small or too large. Well, you better call Dr. Weber first on that one, 345-4545. Good morning. Here's latest weather conditions for our area. Sunny skies with warmer temperatures in the forecast for today with a high of 62 degrees. Partly cloudy skies, a bit cool tonight, a low 39. Mostly sunny skies on tap for tomorrow with a high of 62 degrees. We're living on the edge. Living on the edge makes weekdays more fun. Especially when you're doing it with Terry Waldrop. And welcome back in. Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, Tabor running the board today on the show O-Death. On this 25th day of January 2018, thank you for spending a little part of your day with us. You can reach out, 888-993-7762, 888-993-7762, which is the Washington Valley Federal Credit Union text line. Uh, which many of you have uh, opted 
to you, so we appreciate that. This segment of our show, sponsored by GB Cooley, reminding you to support an incredibly worthwhile cause, folks, Louisiana Special Olympics. I, I, I'll, they are. I'll give a shout-out to Sean, because Sean is actually several people has sent this to me. Um, let's see. Well, let me put it this way. It, it, I think I think most people will be excited about this, and, and um, I'm not a big I'm not a big wrestling fan, but I'm a big Vince McMahon, Linda McMahon, and I kind of make fun of it. But I mean, actually, it's a it's a 25 years into it. I did see a little bit of Raw the other night. Of course, I watched the the eight team women's tag team, and it was absolutely oh, fascinating. God. Okay, stop. No, it was absolutely... Let me tell you something. I mean, all kidding aside, these people are... These men and women are athletes. They really are. I mean, I know, do I think part of it, as, as John Tabor so eloquently puts it, it's choreographed. Yes, it is, absolutely. And I love the way John did that, and that's that's exactly right. But, I mean, but, 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 but people pay him like a 1000 bucks at the... 3 o'clock today. Vince McMahon, WWE chairman and CEO Vince McMahon is going to make a live sports announcement today at 3 o'clock. Uh, this is going to be the resurgence, the renewal of the XFL. Yes! Yes! Tell us more. Is there more? Or just, just an uh, announcement? Sean says the NFL is also expecting a labor strike. Yes! Oh, this is, this is, oh, keep, oh, I, I'm giddy over here. Keep going. Uh, they're going to try to legitimize it. Absolutely. And you know what? It's going to employ people. Sean's going to talk about it. Three. Sean's got a lot more information. He was just, he was just hitting me with it. To, you know, we make that announcement. We can talk a little bit about I'm sure he'll have some details. He's researched it. I haven't researched it. I just pulled it up. But uh, the question becomes, is there a need for it with people's uh, – a lot of people, a significant amount of people, if you look at the ratings, uh, Ray Charles can see that the ratings have declined significantly the last couple of years for the NFL, uh, various and sundry reasons for that. But I'm going to go out on a limb and go probably Vince McMahon. It's going to be the PF League. It's going to be the Patriotic Football League, and he is going to wrap that thing in the American flag. Probably have veterans officiate the game. He is going to go whole hog into Americana. Well, you know what? Your fault, NFL, because you exposed it, and you exposed your soft underbelly. And when you let this get out of hand, uh, Roger Goodell, and you didn't address it immediately, and the backlash started, you gave your you gave Vince McMahon that opening, and he saw it. Linda McMahon is a small business uh, czar with uh, in the cabinet. I don't want to call him a czar. There, she's the head, the president of the Small Business Administration uh, in the Trump cabinet whether that's right or wrong, but the people, you have to admit, whether you follow it or tongue-in-cheek or not, the uh, the Raw and the WWE have been a, a marketing slash uh, whatever. Everybody loves it. The thing about it, it, it really is the most inclusive sport there is. You see the, I mean, people love it. And, and, and I've got, you know, friends of Sean that, that, that I thought were relatively intelligent, and they are. I'm kidding them, but. They said, oh, yeah, we're going down the Superdome. There's some kind of – there's always some kind of – Yeah, Tabor, Tabor, what's the event you yeah, were going to? That's all you put on Facebook. Come again? What, 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 uh, what's the new the next wrestling thing? Is it oh, in the Superdome you're headed down? Uh, WrestleMania will be in the Superdome in April. See. And how – and, and it kind of just uh, for our 
for our listeners, give us a, a kind of a breakdown. What are the ticket costs going to be around that? I mean, just uh, you they, know, the, give us an idea. The tickets for that show range anywhere from 60, 50, 60 to multiple thousand dollars for ringside. Wow. Now, I'll, I'll uh, just say this. Four, four years ago, that, that weekend that was built around it was the highest grossing weekend of entertainment in New Orleans as far as tourism. Yeah, it's, it's phenomenal. As far as tourism. Yeah. You, that? Not just, you, you can't argue with it. You cannot argue with it. I'm not a wrestling guy. I, I'm not a wrestling fan. I was when I was a kid. I, I'm not now. I know a few of the names, but I, I would not consider myself a, a wrestling aficionado, but you can't argue with the numbers. Well, and, and the other night I was kidding the guys, uh, uh, Sean, and I said, this is fake, and they threw me out. They threw. They said, you go, you go home. You're, you're, you're hating on us. This is, I said, these people. Don't tell me the truth. And they said, well, wait a minute. We're the people. We're the I mean, I said, well, you know, and I, it, was, it was fun, good good nature. But I'm telling you, these folks take it. And John, I mean, I'm sure Rick Diamond will go and a bunch of them will head down. And he, John is exactly right. It is a marketing slash economic boom yes. to, to your There's no uh, problem economy. with it. I mean, it's our they kids spend money like drunk gypsies. When I was no at, uh, to drunk gypsies, when well, I was coaching in like southeast Louisiana, Jamie, our kids would, you know, it's Hammond's right there by New Orleans. Our kids would go to WrestleMania mm-hmm. or the events. In the, so I can't tell you how many times they would go. If this thing, if you wanted to pull the Civic Center out of the depths of, if you could find some way to bring in a wrestling thing, for like, and it holds like, what, 6,000, 7,000 at the arena. If you wanted to just, okay, we need a, we need a cash influx immediately. And sell tickets for like twenty five, thirty bucks. You'll sell that thing. I guarantee. They used to have it at the Civic Center. When I was in college, we would go. Yeah, we would always go root for the bad guys. It was great. Listen, we had people. We had uh, when I worked in the insurance bit. We had uh, we'd go. There people claimed, you know, now these older women, these you know, no offense to blue hair, but they were, and they would have like autographed pictures of these guys in their room, and they would go and they put bricks in their purse. And when, like, uh, the Undertaker or whatever come out, she'd, he'd whack them, you know, they'd whack them over the head with the brick. These, and, you know, so it was fan engagement. Yes. Yeah, yes. I like that. It was awesome. And, and uh, <laughs> I mean, I laugh at it, I, but it's, it's John is exactly right. If you want to to really, I, and I don't know, I think people have more fun, and I get, uh, but, I mean, they've got, like, you got to go. you got to hit the bricks. You're uh, Richard Reese. you got to go, puppy. You're not... If you're not going to get in on, I said it's fake. And to John Tabor's words, no, it's not fake. It's choreographed. So it's a movie. We go to movies. It's entertainment. It is a uh, football game. It's entertainment. Yes. And um, you know this. Oh, by the way, uh, before we get in, well, before we get into this one, I thought it was pretty interesting. But the XFL is coming back. The XFL is coming back. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. I don't. Where do I sign up? I'm in. I'm watching that. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm buying the. I'm, I don't buy TV packages, but I will in this case. Uh, Vince McMahon has never been one to not make a dime. So Vince has got an idea. It's going to be a good one. Uh, Governor Edwards of Louisiana, mm-hmm. John Bell Edwards, has been in the news recently. Um, he said that uh, the multi-million-dollar college football coaches' salaries, I'm quoting here, are obscene. And he believes a cap to limit them should be in place. Uh, he told uh, the Advocate Editorial Board in Baton Rouge that uh, salaries have, quote, gotten out of control. And uh, Louisiana's flagship university, LSU, is one of the country's leaders in football spending. 
Uh, the 2017's price tag is $9.4 million. The university is paying four staff members who no longer coach there uh, of about $7 million. Okay. And so here he goes. I'm concerned. I'm not as concerned as I would be if there were tax dollars being spent. I do think there has to be some look nationally at some sort of cap, uh, salary caps for the organization. This is an arms race. It's gotten out of control. Some of the salaries, buyouts are obscene. They can create all sorts of problems. Uh, everybody at the table knows these are not taxpayer dollars, but the general public doesn't necessarily know that. So the public's not very smart. Uh, and what about those faculty members at LSU and elsewhere who haven't had a raise of any size in many, many years? And they're seeing what's happening in athletics? Now, in fairness to Edwards, he is a big LSU supporter. He flew with the Tigers to their game against Tennessee and participated uh, in an LSU bowl game practice in December. Perhaps he was the guy that was working with secondary coverage at the end. Well, maybe not. Uh, the school threw some, uh, put some pictures out there of him throwing some passes to the players. And so my question for, for the governor, with all due respect, um, when Bill Clinton or Hillary Clinton, or George Bush, when they go speak to a business or an organization, or Barack Obama, any politicians of any party, right? Bernie Sanders. When they go speak to different organizations, they're paid anywhere from 500000 to a million dollars for a speech. Correct. Uh, I'm not seeing the same – should we cap them? What's the difference in Bernie Sanders and Nick Saban? Well, I can't get a step further. Uh Governor Edwards, I think if you're going to make that statement, you also need to come back and say there needs to be a cap on what personal injury attorneys from settlements because that's what he was and still is once he's – and so I think if you're going to make that statement, you need to apply it to yourself. And let's put a cap on what personal injury attorneys can can get in the settlements. I'm pretty much a free market guy, Jamie, And, and like with Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise makes $20, $25 million a movie. Would I personally pay him that? No, but that's what the market bears. Well, I'm doing my part not to pay him. But, but, Jamie, that's what the market bears. Who am I to tell Tom Cruise you can only make $10 million for a movie or $5 or what? Who am I to tell Ed Orgeron you could – or who's anybody to tell somebody what they can make? It's like real estate. What's a house worth? Whatever, somebody will pay for it. And are we going to cap politicians uh, on what they can make? or just the obscene arms race in college football or basketball. And so that, to me, it's a, it's a lot of hypocrisy. Uh, and, and it's fair to say, well, you know, the general public doesn't know that this is not tax dollars. Why not? I mean, isn't that everybody knows it's Tiger Athletic Foundation money, it's Booster Club, or anybody with, uh, that, that should be somewhat informed? Are, are athletic salaries out of control? Yeah, but I think at some point they'll be – just like in anything else, there'll be a market correction. It's a pendulum, Jamie. It it's going to swing. It's a pendulum. You're listening to Sports Talk 97.7. i got about nine texts on that one. Uh, you're to Sports Talk 97.7, The Edge. Segment brought to you by our friend, appropriately enough, Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney at law. Tremendous North Louisiana attorney, specializes in criminal offense, wrongful death, personal injury, slander, libel. Whatever you need, Bobby is there for you. Give him a call today, 318-324-1411. Bobby Manning, attorney at law. The Edge rolls on after this. The new year is here, so let's start something new at Brennan Dodge in Ruston. Starting this year, any new or used purchase from Brennan Dodge will come with oil changes free for life. That's right, 
Your new or used car from Brennan Dodge will come with free oil changes for as long as you own your car. Just our way of saying thank you for the many years of support this community has shown us. And the all-new Jeep Wrangler is just a few weeks away, so don't miss a chance to test drive the legendary Jeep Wrangler. Let's start something new this year at Brennan Dodge in Ruston. Peace of mind goes a long way when you have the number one rated gun safe, a Liberty gun safe from McKinney Honda. Here's Richie McKinney. We now have over 100 gun safes in stock in 20 different models that range from 12 to 64 gun capacity. They're all fireproof, USA made, and have a lifetime warranty. And prices start at just $3.99. 12 months, same as cash financing, and delivery is available. For when the unexpected happens, McKinney's has you covered with a Liberty Gun Safe, your outdoor superstore, Rustin. Broken window? Sounds like you need Glassworks of West Monroe. Glassworks specializes in the highest quality residential glass. From insulated glass to protect your home from the worst weather to vinyl replacement windows with a lifetime warranty to custom installed mirrors and shower doors. Glassworks service is unmatched and their price is always competitive. Let them save you money. Glassworks, 800 Jonesboro Road across from the mill in West Monroe. 387-4747. Hi, I'm Greg Tilly in Bossier City. Don't miss out on huge savings as we celebrate our 40th birthday. Wow, 40 years since my dad founded our company. Prices have never been better during our celebration. See us today at Greg Tilly's in Bossier City for your new home. My number two does not look like a number two. I don't know what to call it. Is there a number three? Table for four, please. Anything close to the restroom. Oh, a middle seat with these stomach problems? That's my fear of flying. Sound like you? If it does, you could be one of the many people with a digestive condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. Even if you don't know what EPI is, you might know the symptoms. Frequent diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain. If you have even just one of these symptoms, you could still have EPI because not everybody experiences EPI the same way which is why it's so important to open up to your doctor about all your symptoms. And the good news is, EPI is manageable, so don't keep a lid on it. Go to identifyepi.com, complete the symptom checker, and use it to have a conversation with your doctor. Don't keep a lid on it. Visit identifyepi.com, brought to you by AbbVie. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's The Edge with Terry Waldrop. And welcome back to Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx. Hey, Jamie, I got a, I got a, a, a question for you. And I, I, let me preface this, this story here by saying I know the people involved. Okay? All right? So uh, do I have an opinion? Yeah, I'll, I'll share that with you. But it, it was an interesting thing, and it, and it – it goes to sports and media. This happened in San Antonio. There was a uh, a high school basketball player in San Antonio, a uh, very, very good player, recruited at a mid-major plus level, uh, signed at the University of Texas El Paso with Tim Floyd over UT San Antonio. His hometown. His hometown. So UTEP comes into play San Antonio UT San Antonio last weekend. And so the kid, again, a very popular player in San Antonio, well-known. He has about 250, 300 people at the game to watch him play. Oh, by the way, I think the kid gets 20 tickets, so 280 of which bought tickets to go see the game, right? 
so the kid's a starter for UTEP, and, and a pretty good player for them. So they do the starting lineups. Number one, number two, number three. It's obvious this kid is going to be introduced last. They introduce the fourth starter, they introduce the head coach, and then they go to San Antonio. They don't introduce the kid. He's still sitting on the bench. Still sitting on the bench. Wow. Uh, poor form, UTSA. Poor social form. media was a buzz. Yeah. Uh, San Antonio, UT San Antonio comes out with the, hey, it was an accident. We didn't mean to. The dog ate my homework. It was a completely uh, unintended consequence. Uh, I've talked to four, because as the people involved with it, four different sports information directors collegiately. Uh, one guy, a Hall of Fame guy, sports information director. You ever heard of that? Nope. Not one of them has ever heard of it. So you have to believe that it's either incredibly petty on the part of UT San Antonio or just a simple mistake. Uh, what's the odds of a mistake like that happening with the kids from San Antonio that you were bitter, that you didn't sign, and, yeah, you just forget to announce his name? Good grief. So my question is here. Let, let's and let's put that here. That's perform. If we had a kid that, say, Louisiana Tech or Monroe or Grambling recruited, and he went to, and I don't think anybody could argue other than the most ardent San Antonio fan that UTEP is a higher-level program than UTSA. Well, certainly historically, yeah. Not, not significantly higher, but could you say a higher-level program? John Haskins. And- uh, I, I would maybe make the comparison of Louisiana Tech and Lafayette to a Southeastern. I, I think that's a fair comparison. Not that they couldn't beat you, which, in fact, UTSA did beat them by three. But historically perception it's a higher level it's certainly a higher a little bit higher level conference well they've actually been playing athletics a lot longer okay and so that said what would be your feelings if we had a kid from monroe that went to another school uh perceived as a higher level than what the three that i mentioned and there was a snub like that by one of the three schools. Would, would you feel oh, that's justified, or would you feel oh, that's sort of petty? I mean, wh- wh- where do you draw the line on that, I guess, is the, is the question. Well, probably unfortunately for Tech and ULM and, and Gramlin, we've, uh, I'm sure they've all had the opportunity to experience that. And that's one of the things they, you know, I think it, it eats at all of them. They want to be able to sign the local kids that are good enough, uh, or, they, or even, you know, uh, let's use something you're familiar with. I was... Uh, Chanderic Downs. Yes. Uh, ended up at Charlotte. Yes. And, uh, you know, I was really hoping he would stay low because I wanted to watch him play. And uh, that's selfish on my part. And, and Chanderic did, I'm sure, what he thought was best for himself. I don't think he ever came back to this area to play in the local schools. If he did, I, I, I wasn't aware of it. And of course, I lived elsewhere. So, But I think uh, you, whether you like it or not, I mean, a lot of people don't realize this. A lot of people don't realize how close, close Don Redden came to signing here. Yes. At ULM. A lot of people, God rest his soul, a lot of people don't realize how close there was a point in time where these local universities, and I'll go as far back as Calvin Nat, uh, could have gone anywhere in the country. Um, you do, and I think it's just a natural human 
to, to want your somebody that you know that was really good at high school growing up to want to play here because you want to continue to see him yeah. play. I remember as a kid, but, Jamie, going but to you see. can't not introduce them. You know, well, I, the world's gotten smaller in terms yeah. of media exposure and everything else. But I remember as a kid, my dad taking me out. I would go watch uh, uh, Calvin and Kenny Nat, Jamie Mayo, heck of a point guard. Oh gosh, Carl apparently, Patrick. Apparently, Jamie was a really good high school quarterback as well. He was. Jamie Mayo was an um, excellent athlete. But I mean, Carl Kilpatrick, uh, the picket, uh, Jingle, all those guys. Tommy uh, uh, Arthur Hayes uh, out of Rabel. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Jerry Jingles out of Baton Rouge. Yeah. What was it? Anthony Jones, the Greyhound. Out of Lake Providence. Was he Bill High, Lake Providence. Lake Providence, yeah. yeah. And so you've had some phenomenally successful players. And that's not even going into the Louisiana Tech group with Randy White out of Shreveport, Carl Malone. Oh, God. Uh, Wayne Smith, Wayne out, of Smith out of Trinity Valley. Uh, they had uh, Byron Newton out of West Monroe. Tatum played out of West Monroe. Yeah, it's great. Uh, uh, who was the other kid? Um, oh, gosh. Um, Allen out of Washita that played at Louisiana Tech. So there's been a lot of really good local players, uh, more so then than now. You just don't see as much now for you different will, reasons. Yeah, I think the, the closest kid from, to Rustin that's on Louisiana Tech's roster is from Duck Hill, Mississippi. So, uh, God, you just don't see it. No, you don't, and you don't see and most of, And it's not just... You don't even take these rosters are international. You look at Ole Miss roster; they've got a couple of kids from all over. You look at any uh, SEC school now; it's not just uh, the, the second leading scorer. Maybe the first one, the kid that's really come on for LSU, is from uh, I don't know where he's from, Kenya or somewhere like that. But yeah, here, uh, Kerr, another ding. Yeah, I mean he's like six eleven. He's just a he's really his game's really developing, and uh, you know um, that's that's the way it is now. Um, I think it would help tremendously if we, another – I don't know where the next Calvin Nat is or, or the other names that we've mentioned. I don't know where they are or if they'll sign here or locally. But, it, you know, right now the the, uh, the odds are not – got to do – they both have the things to do because you are dealing now with a, uh, a, a world where social media and everything, these kids are getting a tremendous amount of pressure. Um, well, you throw and, the uh, AOU factors in, you throw the yeah. – yeah, Alan Davis, thanks, Coach Davis, yes. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you throw all those guys in there, and you had a really successful – go back to Anthony Dade at Rusted, the Coach Thickfit had. Oh, gosh, yeah. Scotty Thurman, his brother Al, who I still continue, Al was the best one of the Thurmans. He was. Al was 6'9 and legit. Um, but, I mean, you had some phenomenal basketball and, players. And, and, and Jack coached a lot of those guys. Yeah. He and coached he, Anthony Dade, and he – you know, it's 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 absolutely. I'm just when when Jack Collins starts talking. I'm sorry if I coach Thick Pen. I'm sorry, but he's Jack to me. Um, he is you can he can give historical perspectives on basketball that I promise you you cannot turn off the radio. I absolutely love it when he starts talking about and he can he's an absolutely an absolute encyclopedia about basketball. Not only in just this area, but he could he can give you. You know, stories about Haskins, UTEP squads, and things like that that we talked about earlier. Um, it is amazing. And we really, sometimes I think we've forgotten over the years, Terry, how blessed we've been. We've had some really great basketball, collegiate basketball in this area. We've had some tremendous basketball. And I think we've kind of forgotten and got away from it some. But uh, uh, maybe the fact that there's not as many local players anymore, I don't know if that has as much to do with it. It's probably just flat out. You know, 
You look what uh, Coach McConaughey's done over at Northwestern. Amazing. Amazing. Had a good run. Uh, Had a good run. We beat Iowa in the NCAA. So, uh, Mike's been there since 99. Uh, you look at Mike Vining, the, the oh, yeah, unprecedented Mike. success that Mike Vining had. 24 years at UL. Yeah. Coach Came Bob. in with the bathroom guys. Yep. Sure did. And uh, and it was he was able to, and then Coach, uh, Coach Fan. He was yes. able to get the Dorleans of this world, the Summerfields, and all Benny that. Benny Hollis, Coach Fan, yeah. all those guys going back. Keith comes from that lineage yeah, Keith of, uh, uh, yeah, of really great Northeast basketball uh, back in the day. And so, you know, I think you've had that. You've seen coaches move from, from the from the late Tommy Joe Eagles. Mm-hmm. Had a tremendous uh, – Russo had Carl Malone in that group. Uh, Rennie Bailey has been a coach. I think he's now at Minden. He was a college coach forever. But play with Carl Malone. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's been around. I think he was at Nichols was the last go around. I think he's the head coach at uh, at Minden High School right now. But remember just, a guy by the name of Joe Dumars? I do remember Joe Dumars. He's got yeah. a brother that's still coaching at McNeese State. Yep, that's part of the deal. When you go to McNeese, you inherit David Dumars. Uh, but yeah, it's so you've had some very successful people from Benoit Benjamin going back. Yep, Roderick Hannibal. Who, uh, who played at Carroll and then went to Louisiana Tech. Hannibal could play. He sure could. I mean, those, those guys were, were legitimate players. Um, the, the guy that I'm blessed to hang out with every day, Bobby Joe Douglas. Uh, to prolific. this day, he's the most prolific scorer in high school history. Right. And, and you know, and I went on a ten. I've had Bobby Joe on a couple times. And the fact that he is not in the LHSA Hall of Fame is, is defies 54 points a game. Is, uh, his average as a senior in high school. Let America. Uh, any player you've ever mentioned, this guy had a more higher scoring rate than. And the team was pretty good, too. Uh, but just a class guy. I'm blessed every day to get to hang out with him. Uh, uh, he means a lot to our kids well, and, our, and our program. As good a player as, as Bobby Joe was, he's even a better human being. Well, Jimmy, he became, a, uh, he became a defensive stopper yeah. at, at Northeast. Yeah. Had a very successful career at Northeast. Uh, left-handed. Left-handed can still shoot it. I, I watch him shoot out there every day, and I thought I could shoot a little bit, so I watch him, and I just put the ball down and walk off. Well, I think I could take him, uh, but it's been a while. Give Only me. with a nine-iron. Maybe so. Only with a nine-iron. You're listening to Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx going down memory lane here of some of the great, great basketball players. Uh, need I forget Elvin Hayes, Willis Reed, oh, gosh. Larry yeah. Wright, all those cats, man. Unbelievable Wright stuff. Wright for the uh, – Washington Bullets. Yeah. Yep. First great player to ever go to Europe, NBA player from America. Uh, and we'll talk about another not great NBA player. We'll get the LeVar Ball update when we return. Sports Talk 97.7, Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx, this segment brought to you by Highworks Gourmet Pizza by Design and our friends at Spa the Bell. Pamper the special people in your life, folks. Spa the Bell. Lemmy Lane in Monroe, 318-807-1060. Spa the Bell in Monroe. The Edge, back in a minute. Special Olympics of Northeast Louisiana provides athletic competition and year-round sport training for children and adults with intellectual disabilities. It gives them the opportunity to develop fitness, demonstrate courage, and experience the joy of competing. For more information, go to www.laso.org or call 1-800-345-6644.
Ashita Valley, making good things happen. You want a credit union that works as hard as you do. You want the very best people looking out for you. Washita Valley, making good things happen. What I tell you about my friends at North Monroe Animal Hospital. Specializing in all medical and surgical care for small animals and even providing a boarding service. My friend, Dr. David Weber, and his staff are always my choice for my animals. It should be yours as well. Located conveniently at 4300 Sterlington Road, which is 165 North, you can reach out to them at 345-4545. That's 345-4545. Tell them you heard it here on 97.7 North Monroe Animal Clinic, the official animal care provider of Terry Waldrop and the Edge. On a big truck's journey, the driver faces long hours, unrealistic deadlines, and fatigue. Driver fatigue could lead to devastating accidents, leaving people seriously injured or killed. A big truck wreck requires serious legal help. I'm attorney Bobby Manning. If you've been involved in a wreck with a big truck, I know what to do for you. Don't delay. Call me today. Attorney Bobby Manning, office in Monroe. Call 324-1411. The new year is here, so let's start something new at Vernon Dodge in Ruston. Starting this year, any new or used purchase from Brennan Dodge will come with oil changes free for life. That's right, your new or used car from Brennan Dodge will come with free oil changes for as long as you own your car. Just our way of saying thank you for the many years of support this community has shown us. And the all-new Jeep Wrangler is just a few weeks away, so don't miss a chance to test drive the legendary Jeep Wrangler. Let's start something new this year at Brennan Dodge in Ruston. Terry Waldrop is back and better than ever. Hit Terry up at 888-993-7762 to join in on all the fun. Hey, welcome back to Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx. Last segment brought to you by, again, by our friends at Spinevale, parent of the special people in your life, folks. Anniversary, birthday, gift. Valentine's Day. Oh, dear. Uh, if you got a girlfriend, and uh, secondly, if you want to keep your girlfriend and or wife, or both, depending on your proclivities, uh, hook them up with a spot of elk. You like that, didn't you? Or maybe you're trying to get your girlfriend and wife back. You know? Yeah, maybe trying to maybe, get them back. Maybe. Uh, hook them up with spot of elk. You'll be glad you did. Let me lay them in the road. Tell them you heard about it on the edge. 318 807 Get the girlfriend and wife back package. Yeah, uh, yeah that, that, that might be a marketing, but that's a Vince McMahon-like deal. Uh, so. My friend Chuck chimes in, and, and I forgot about this one. Uh, how about Melvin Hunt back in the day? Wow. Anthony Jones, the Greyhound. Yep. Uh, Melvin's now an assistant. He played at Baylor. He left to go to Baylor. He's an assistant coach for the Dallas Falcons. Huh. But it goes back as far, and, and I'm sure there was, actually, you know, a lot of people don't realize, Bill Russell. The Celtic Great was born here. I heard Bill Russell speak at Los Angeles at a clinic one time. He was uh, born in Monroe, Louisiana. Did he bring that up in his speech? Or? Yeah. Well, I saw him afterwards briefly because they had a little meet and greet, and uh, Mr. Russell enjoyed your speak, speech and uh, true story. And said, uh, you know, I grew up in Monroe. And he goes, sorry for that. Yeah. <laughs> 
What do you say to that? Yeah, Bill hasn't been back. Bill, uh, Bill said, sorry about that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I remember I saw, uh, went to uh, to see the uh, Trailblazers with Calvin Knapp, rookie of second year. And he is, uh, uh, how shall I say, was in an uncompromising, we got back in the locker room, the Trailblazers, and he's in an uncompromising position on our trainer's table. And here come two two little white guys from, from Monroe, Louisiana. We just, hey, we're from there. He was like, get the AK. <laughs> he talked to us briefly, but he was not, uh, he wasn't necessarily enthralled that we were from his hometown either. And, uh, but we thought that would be our foot in the door uh, with Calvin Nat. He was relatively, but he was like, you know, carry on. But Bill Russell said, sorry about that. Well, let's stay in basketball. I got to give you an update. LeVar Ball, the Ball guys are sponsoring, Ball is sponsoring the big baller series of friendlies. You know, basketball now, we're doing friendlies like they do in soccer. Right, so this is like a selfie, this is a friendly. This right? is a friendly right. about meaningless games that don't count against god-awful teams. I think it's the Swartz Rec, not even the all-star team, just like whoever showed up at Swartz Rec that night. Uh, this is the equivalent of the Lithuanian teams uh, that they're playing. But they're letting LeVar, since LeVar is sponsoring it financially, or actually uh, Lonza is sponsoring it uh, financially, they're letting him coach. What could go wrong here? Uh, LeVar coaching his two sons and the other Lithuanians what I wouldn't give to be a fly on the wall for that one. I have a reasonable – go out to one of your local elementary schools, like Clara Hall, Georgia Tucker – well, not Georgia Tucker anymore, Lexington, uh, Bargle Fogg, uh, Sally Humble. Look on the playground. See the kids running around in utter disarray. You've got a pretty good idea what it's like to coach what LeVar Ball puts on the basketball. Hurting cats. Hurting cat. Okay. Yeah. Jello on the wall. Yeah. Well, well, and no pun intended there with Jello. So let's let's go over Lavar's credentials really quickly. Uh, he has ripped the Cheeto Hills, California high school coach. Got him fired. He, he had him hired. By, by, yeah, had him hired. Had him fired. By the way, the guy won a state championship. The new guy in, you know, because the other ball quit at 16 years old. They're undefeated and odds-on favorite to win the California High School State Championship this year. Don't you know the new coach goes in every day and just breathes the air? Man, the air is so clear. It's so clean. <laughs> uh, anyway, so he rips that coach, gets him hired, gets him fired. Uh, he blamed the UCLA staff for Leangelo shoplifting sunglasses on a crime spree in China because obviously it was the coaching staff's fault. Hey, by the way, guys, don't steal anything today. Didn't you tell them that? I thought I I told you to tell them that. Yeah, and it's uh, unbelievable. And he got mad because they uh, they didn't get him back on Trump's plane. Uh, anyway, uh, he said Luke Walton doesn't know what he's doing. Uh, he can't coach. But aside from that, um, he's going to coach. He's going to play fast. And the coach, the, the, the he's going to be a co-coach, right? This could work well. Well, and I was—I'm confused because at one point, didn't the meat seller slash coach for Lithuania say, basically tell Lavar Ball stay in your lane because your son is jacking up forty footers? Well, they told the kid no, no more jacking up forty footers, and Lavar's response to that is the tongue in cheek. You're right; don't take forty footers. Those forty-five footers are wide open. Yeah. Uh, this guy who pulled his kids off the floor in AAU games, criticized the female referee because she was female. And I don't, I don't get on the bandwagon of all, 
you know, I, I'm not politically correct in that way. If you're a referee, I don't care what color you are, what sex you are. None of that matters to me. Can you referee and do the job? How did the press give him such an incredible pass on that one? He got a pass and no he one is else. gold. He is radio and media clip gold. Uh, Richie thinks LeVar is going to be the owner and Jimmy, the first owner in the new XFL. <laughs> You know, if the, both those guys could make a dime off of it, it would not surprise me. And how about Trump does the coin flip? Let me, I'm pretty sure on this one, I don't think Vince McMahon is calling LeVar Ball right now, asking him if he's uh, gauging his interest in the XFL. I would say that's probably the safest bet of the day. Uh, 49 says, I'm no LeVar Ball fan, but all three sons have above-average basketball skills, so he might not be that bad of a coach. Uh, he's got one kid in the NBA. Kudos. Absolutely. They're above-average basketball players. That doesn't make you a coach. I fly on airplanes. That don't make me a pilot. Uh, and, the, and the jury's still out on I eat a lot. That doesn't make me a cook. I, you know, LeVar Ball is, is about LeVar Ball. Uh, he took one of his sons out of one of the best schools in America. He dropped his 16-year-old out of high school to go play in the sports rec league. Um, yeah, I, the decisions I question. Nobody in their right mind is going to hire this guy as a coach other than a bizarre publicity stunt. It's like the circus back when they would have the uh, the acts now that are not politically correct. Hey, come look at the yak woman or something like that. Uh, some of the stuff he said, uh, just about all the stuff he said, he got zero credibility. And Magic Johnson, I think, is probably doing more behind-the-scenes work because you can't have LeVar blasting players, blasting your coaching staff. I think at some point, I'm not convinced that the Lakers are not paying this team in Lithuania to keep them over there, to keep them away from the Lakers themselves. My prediction, uh, the ball kid that's in the NFL, or excuse me, in the NBA, they're going to trade him. My, I, I, see, um, I see it going a little different route. I think your next ambassador to South to North Korea could be one LeVar Ball, your next ambassador. Uh, because nobody can negotiate and strike a deal like LeVar Ball. He's such a marketing genius. He is such uh, so profound. Can't you see him on the Robin tour going to uh, North Korea? Well, that's what you're, yeah, you're I mean, reading that's, my mind there. Yeah, yeah, I think he and Rodman need to go back and say, hey, chill, Kim Jong, just, hey, let's, let's, Let's start a basketball. Let's, let's shoot some threes. Let's start a friendly friendlies league here in uh, in North Korea. Let's uh, let's like and let's do it like okay. Here's the border between North and South Korea. We're going to put the uh, you know we're going to the that's going to be half court and then you can play half the game in North. I mean, yeah, half in North, half in South Korea, and then you know, boom. You know, and the funny thing with Lavar Ball, I took up for Lavar Ball for a very long period. Now, of time. I question your sanity. No, I, like, he's a good father, and, and but Sean, Sean Fox, of all people, yeah, Sean Fox had a point. He goes, "Look, aren't we supposed to be good fathers? Why are we celebrating people that are good fathers?" He's got three, and to the the guy's point that text in, hey, he's raised three sons, uh, largely been very productive citizens. Except for that one little incident. And look, I'm not going to hold that against you for the rest of your life. We've all made mistakes. Uh, and, you know, there's one guy that's walked the face of the earth that never made mistakes. I'm all about forgiveness and second chances. Well, at least they still roll like this. I mean, hey. Uh, but I'm also about reality. Right. 
And the fact that the, the judgment of a 19-year-old is not very good. My judgment is a 19. My judgment is a 50-something-year-old sometimes isn't really good. But I concur. Uh, but at any rate, we're celebrating him for being a good father. And there's a lot of people out there that don't have good fathers or any father in their life. And so has he raised good kids? Yes. But what I look at him, when you pull your team off the floor, this AOU team off the floor, because you're mad at the officials, they're out to get me, you're perpetuating a victim mentality with your kids. Everybody, And you're doing it for your benefit. You're not doing it for anything else. You criticize the referees. You verbally attack the lady because she's a female. She might be a good referee. She might be a bad referee. I deal with female referees, uh, Jamie. And I'm going to be honest with you. There's one that I told the director of this this girl is good, and I didn't even use girl. This official is good, irrespective of of if it's a male or female. It doesn't matter to me. I've got another one, not very good. Has nothing to do with 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 the sex. And so Lavar goes after that. He goes after Michael Jordan. He goes after uh, who was it? Shaquille O'Neal. Goes after Barkley. Goes after Luke Walton. Goes after Trump. Uh, goes after Christine Leahy. Hey, stay in your lane. It's none of your business. Just all the things that he's done lead me to believe that that other than me talking about it a little bit, because it is this way. It's interesting. People are like, why is everybody talking about it? Because it's interesting. It's it's like.